Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint. I am Nasreen Sultana. I am an assistant editor at Mint. I keep a close track of all that is happening in the world of stock markets. You are listening to All Things Markets, where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. Corporate earnings grew at a robust pace in December quarter, even as overall economy has not yet completely recovered from the brutal COVID blow. Now that Q3 earnings season is almost over and union budget for FY22 is behind us, the key question is, what are stock markets focusing on as benchmark indices are hitting record highs day after day? To discuss that, I'm joined by Santosh Singh, Head of Research, Motilal Oswal, Asset Management Company. Hi, Santosh. Welcome to the show. Hi, Nasreen. So, Santosh, uh, as I was discussing before we started this conversation, is that many big hurdles for the stock markets are actually almost over. Two big events, budget and earning season uh, is over. So where do you see the stock markets going ahead from here? See, over a longer period of time, the biggest event was budget, actually, more than the earning season. Earning season was more more about telling you that, okay, the recovery is V-shaped. Hmm. And uh, it, it doesn't give you anything more than the recovery part. At least the earning season is telling you that the recovery has been V-shaped and the corporates have come out of COVID without being impacted significantly. However, from a longer duration point of view, the budget was a key event. And uh, the key part of the budget, which uh, in my opinion, uh, uh, paves way for uh, much higher upside on the on, on uh, the stock markets, has been the focus on CapEx so and, and investments. So these are the two key things which were positive from the budget. And, and, and I, if, I think that if the government is going to do what they have said, Mm-hmm. And they have reiterated multiple times, that is CapEx investments and privatization of PSUs. Then a, a different sort of cycle can uh, start, wherein uh, we might see the corporate earnings growing at a faster pace. The corporates again investing, and that will itself mean that we will have a, a few years of uh, high EPS growth. So uh, in my view, if I'm looking at two, three years, if the government does what they've said, we are looking at much higher upsides. Right. Uh, I'll talk about the earnings a bit later. But since you talked about the stock markets, uh, you know, probably the budget is going to give a lot of triggers and impetus to the stock markets rally from here on. Uh, I wanted to ask you at this point of time is, uh, despite the government's efforts to kind of uh, put uh, 
uh, reforms, measures, and the lot of money probably in the in the cycle of the economy. Why DIs are not participating in the rally at all? Uh, if I look at the Amphi numbers, last seven months we have been seeing a withdrawal uh, by the retail investors. SIB numbers are steady, yes, uh, but overall the DI numbers are not very convincing or not very encouraging. It's the F, it, it's the FIs which are kind of running the rally. So why do you think so? So if you go and see any rally which has come on the back of a big decline, what we have seen is the first phase of the rally, we only see retail participants withdrawing. And the, whatever said and done about DIIs, it is retail money which is flowing into the DIIs. So if the DIIs don't get the retail oh. money and if they see only a withdrawal from uh, from them, it's bound to the DIs are bound to sell uh, in the in these markets. So that is a trend which we saw even after 10, 11, when when the, the a lot of the rally in the, in the beginning is missed by the retail investors because they have seen the pain and they want to take out the profits first and then participate. So so I think it's it's a behavioral aspect aspect of the retail which is causing or or some of the HNIs also which is causing this. Uh, withdrawal from uh, from the market see in the month of march last year when uh, there was covid i mean covid had just started in india the spread had started and markets had fall, fallen it's a, it was the di money which had supported the markets fis were missing now it's just the opposite when do you see dis coming back to stock markets so if i go by uh, the past experience my view is if the market remains where it is or if it goes up from here at least and then the market gets slightly broad-based, we would start seeing the retail pouring its money into the institutions. So be it the mutual fund or the life insurance, you would see much more demand for stocks from the or for the mutual funds or insurances or other institutions from the retail investors. So it, it might take two, three months more, but my view is if we... For that to happen, the market needs to remain stable. If the market doesn't decline significantly from here, we two, three months from here, we might start seeing positive flows from the DII also. Okay. All right. Coming to the earnings, of course, December quarter earnings has been quite encouraging with the with the revival intact. Consumer demand was uh, better. Uh, what is your understanding or assessment? Do you see this kind of earnings growth is sustainable? A, and if yes, then uh, what will be the uh, the triggers or what will be the factors which could kind of sustain this growth? So see, there were multiple reasons of funding growth. One was the margin. So one was the sectoral part, wherein the corporate banks participated this time. So that part might actually start increasing going forward. So the the, the uh, uh, earning growth because of the corporate banks might uh, be a kicker going forward as well because from here on the earnings might be much better for them going forward. The yeah. second part was the the uh, margin levers which flowed in in many of the the consumption uh, businesses. Now that margin lever, we need to see how much that is possible because uh, you know at the time of COVID, all these businesses cut their cost and uh, the cost cut was quite significant. Now, a lot of those costs in some of those businesses have not returned back fully. So we need to see how this margin levers plays out in, in Q4 and Q1 of the next year. But my view is some of the margin would have flowed through. So we might see some of that levers still remaining. 
The third part was the top line, and here the surprise in certain sectors was so because also because of the pent up demand which was created. So Q4 and Q1 will give us much more sense about the about growth because Q1 was a lot about the pent up. Q3 was a lot about pent up demand which came in. Right. Q4 will tell us how much was pent up and how much was actual. Actual, okay. Yeah. So we need to be slightly watchful even for Q4 and Q1 numbers. Besides the pent up demand, there were also for like for example steel companies. They had a good uh, quarter, one of the best quarters actually for them because of the steel prices and the other raw material prices going up. But at the same time, this is a big negative for companies which rely on raw material raw materials like metals or. uh crude prices crude price have touched 60 per barrel now in this quarter do you think this all will kind of eat start eating the margins and also adding to that companies have started getting employees in their office so there would be travels also involved and uh, april march is when employee also get promotions hikes and all of that so employee cost will increase your commodity prices or the raw material cost may increase and adding to that the companies are also repaying their debt because morat is lifted so all of these things put together you think margins may look a bit depressed in q4 and q1 of next quarter next fiscal so that's what i was referring to that some see the the, the companies firstly there there is a reduction in cost because of these reasons which you talked about that uh, the salary increases or people not traveling travel being lower so th- that was one reason second was the companies went for zero based uh, budgeting almost so there there will be a permanent reduction also so so we need to so that's why i'm saying we need to be watchful for q1 when we talk about the operating cost okay so uh, mm-hmm. all these operating cost i don't think that the the operating cost can remain at the q2 or q3 levels in q4 and q1 and for in in a 100% in in a 100% attendance mode it may not remain at the same level so that will so from a q3 level margins may depress but it will be also dependent on the top line because there will be an operating level right but the second part you are talking about that is the commodity cycle you know the the uh, this is a very interesting area actually because for last 6 7 years we have been short commodities hmm. okay so the businesses who, which were consumers of commodities they have done really well because the commodity has been in a in a bear cycle we have seen almost like a bear run in commodities for a very long period of time especially the petrochem commodities so now we are getting into if we get if the demand scenario globally because last 5 6 years the global demand scenario was also problem if the demand scenario globally improves and if we are in even in a uh, a better commodity cycle which means the rates are rising then we will have to see how these companies which are short commodities and which have been the darling of the market in the last 6 7 years how they uh, they react and how they are able to pass on the cost because uh, the, the last cycle they didn't pass on the benefits to the customers so will they pass on the cost to the customers that we will have to see because if you look at most of these companies the biggest lever in last 5 6 years was the margin expansion which were mm-hmm. the commodity consumers uh what would be your top sector bets is it infra or you think that is the retail consumer based companies which will still do better in our next quarters so see if and and uh, i always started with if because uh, mm-hmm. we have uh, the government needs to deliver on that so if what the government says and if it delivers 
वॉट वी आर लुकिंग एट इज अ रिवाइवल ऑफ द रियल स्टेट साइकिल विच इज ऑलरेडी विजिबल देर इज अ लॉट ऑफ गवर्नमेंट सपोर्ट देयर एज वेल देन if we are talking about the capex revival so these these are the two teams we say which gets gets played out and third is the digital team which is getting played out for some time and it will actually keep on going for some period as well so if these three things play out then what we are looking at the the, the key beneficiaries are going to be the real estate sector and the sectors allied with real estate cap goods sector and the sector allied with cap goods and and if you interestingly what you will see is that the biggest beneficiary of all this on a secular basis is financial sector right because all these are capital consuming sectors so what you have seen over last 6 7 years is because these sectors was not doing well our credit growth has been uh, has gone into the single digit territory and low single means i would even say the low single digit territory so so if if at all this happens we might see credit growth so the biggest beneficiary will be financial sector after that the beneficiary would be all the ones who are supplying to these companies because they are unlevered balance sheet to a vast extent and then eventually the the ones who are directly involved will also be a beneficiary because they have been in in a bear run for almost 6 7 years so my my bets will be more on the say a real estate and allied real estate capital goods allied to that and financials definitely who will be the providers of that okay uh, so the one of the biggest uh, beneficiary of the lockdown or stay stay at home consumption was the fmcg sector and uh, to a bit uh, the discretionary companies according to you this um, fmcg companies or the consumer durables will not uh, uh, sustain the kind of growth we saw in the last few quarters because uh, we are not staying at home anymore probably with lockdown being lifted offices are opening so and this is totally my personal view that we started with staples right in the lockdown we started with staples because right. that was a need essential product yeah. yes and because for uh, almost like by the month of september october we that that lockdown was happened so that that the need of uh, sort of storing staples was over i remember in the month of april i was storing whatever was uh, available to me yeah, on yeah, the staple yeah. side Yeah, it's, yeah. By October, November, I was in a mode where I was consuming a lot of durables because I had no place to go. I had some savings, so I had to consume. And even my son's uh, school was on a laptop or something like that, so I had to keep buying it. And even if if I look at my house, when I needed to buy a fridge or something, whatever I needed to buy, I bought. Hmm. Okay, so if I go today in a mall, I don't think that I have anything to buy on durables. It's it's looking difficult to me. So. but going forward what as a person i think that if if this everything opens up i will really like to travel i would really okay. like to consume uh, or really like to be there on the discretionary consumption side i would like to do, go to a restaurant and eat and these are the things i would like to spend maybe so what so the contact seen, so the contact sector the yeah. contact the travel and the restaurant yeah the watching hospital. movies these are the things which we are which we are missing so we have bought staples we have stored staples to the extent that it was not needed we have bought multiple durables which and to an extent i think after some time i'll find that i have got three laptops in my house which and two of them i don't need and hmm. so but so eventually i need to be uh, act like a human being after some time when everything opens up so i think the big, so so the growth which we saw here that needs to be seen if it can it can sustain because to me this the part of growth may not sustain there is a lot of pent up here 
Whereas the area where the growth might be much much higher is are these con- the, the contact ones which you are talking about because we are still to start seeing that. All right, Santosh. On that note, thanks a lot for sharing your perspective and also giving your time. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nasreen. Thank you. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemin.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.